My buddy, old pal, Pablo. How are you doing, sir? Doing good. Okay, well, check this out. We have fought four beasts. And, you know, I think we're ready for the next level. What do you think? I think we're ready, too. I think we need to take on a boss. A boss, you say? Yes. So, what about the Vampiro de Mocha? You mean Chibacabra? That guy. You thinking what I'm thinking? Oh, yeah. I want to fight it. Welcome you back to I Want to Fight It podcast. I am one of your hosts, Dukes, and... I am the other host, Pablo. Yes, we are here at the moment you've been waiting for, our first boss fight. Episode number five. Number five. Number five. If you uh, have not listened to previous episodes, what's wrong with you, first off? But um, if you, you would have known that we had said that every five episodes we would do a boss fight. And we were thinking maybe of doing some mini series. Like every 10 uh, episodes would be a series. So there'd be like a, what do you call it? Mini boss? Yeah, mini boss and the big bad boss or major boss. I don't know what you call it. Yeah, so for our boss slash mini boss today, we chose, as you heard in the intro... The Chupacabra. Or El Chupacabra. Or, uh... Mocha Vampire. Yeah. The other ways you can say Mangy Coyote. Mangy Coyote. (laughs) Weird alien looking thing. Yeah, that. So, um, we picked this one because it is well known. Most people know or have heard of it. And, uh, so it's, it's worthy of being a boss. Yeah, which I think all the bosses are going to be more well-known. Yes, or big and scary. Big and scary, yeah. That one also works. Because some of them might not be so known, but... And it's not going to be all cryptids. That Don't get us wrong that we're only doing cryptids, because we will also do, like, comic book characters, movie characters, uh, cartoon characters, anime characters, uh, monsters, boogeyman, you know, things like that. Things that, um, they're not only cryptids. They can be from movies, villains. Well, now I think about it, what are we going to take from, like, a, a superhero or something like that for as, like, a trophy? <laughs> we could take some. You have been wanting a cape lately, so. I have not been wanting a cape lately. Really? Because you said you were going to make one out of the last creature. Yeah, because I have no idea what else to do with a bunyip. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I could take some of the fur it apparently has or whatever it has, maybe make a cape. Make a loincloth? Yeah, something. <laughs> so my point is, you wanted a cape. So don't tell me, oh, why would I want a cape? Well, I mean, if we fought, like, Superman in one, I'm definitely taking his cape. (laughs) I might take his eyes and, like, put those into the end of a gun and somehow make it into a weapon so that I can pull the trigger of the gun and it makes it shoot out his, like, razor eyes. So you just want a laser gun? Did I say razor eyes? I meant laser eyes. (laughs) Yes, laser gun. The razor gun, it shoots razor. That would be... I'm going to be on Pablo for a minute. 
that would be terrifying. You're just sitting there, and all of a sudden, those razors start flying past your head. No, I wasn't going to say that. You just, weren't going to, but that's what you... It's kind of dumb now I think about it. I'd rather have, like, a normal gun with bullets. No, think, think about you shoot someone, in, and it hits them in their face, and it just slices their mouth open. They look like Joker. Why so serious? Or you could just shoot them normally. <laughs> but where's the fun in that? Where's the fun in shooting them with anything? <laughs> because you look at them like, ha, I did that. No, that is... That is the, the psychopath in you. You know, you know what would be the, the, the worst punishment for Joker if you were to like catch him and defeat him? Hmm. Instead of like doing anything mean to him, I mean, this would be mean, but anything that's harmful, like take him and like give him some anesthesia or the hell, make him so he gets passed out. And then you have reconstructive surgery done on his face so that his big smile goes away and he has a perfect smile. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's like not all cut from his whole face again. I think like there's versions of him where I think it's just painted on. I don't think it's... Yes, but it almost said Brock Lesnar. The, 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 the Heath the, Ledger. Heath <laughs> I mean, it was kind of close sounding. Yeah, the, the Heath Ledger version had actually cuts. Yeah. So what I'm his, saying. His whole story was his dad did that to him. Yes, so I, if I fixed it, maybe he wouldn't be mad at his dad and maybe he'd be a nice guy. There's like, more than just, you know, getting cuts on your face than that. That guy is just messed up to begin with. Well, I'm saying if we can get him to start doing children's, uh, children's events. events. <laughs> Birthday parties. Yeah, you know, like balloon animals. He can change his life. You can't just look at someone and think that they're done for and can't make changes. People nah, can make changes. Joker's done for. <laughs> There's been comics <laughs> where he tried to make changes and he goes back to being a Joker. But why did he go back? Because something happened, messed up to him, that re-stimulate his own abuse that's happened to him. And so then he went back to it. So he's got to you know, help him learn how to cope. You know what? We should change this podcast. Instead of we go fight things, we go find Therapy. villains. <laughs> yes. I want to fix it. I want to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> we go there and we fix them. We sit them down and have an intervention and be like, <laughs> like Joker, check it out. Sitting there with Joker or Joker like Thanos or something like that. Just like, hey, why do you want to snap half the universe away? <laughs> Let's talk about this. Can we talk Let's about this? Talk about your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Show me on the doll where you're hurt. <laughs> oh, no. Show me on the bear where he touched you. <laughs> Show me, show me on the Avenger character. <laughs> <laughs> show me which Avenger character. <laughs> Who is it? Who was it? It was definitely the Hulk, cause Hulk's not that smart. Hulk is not that smart, but Bruce is smart, so that's weird. Kind of counterbalance. Yeah. The thing is this: whenever you have a hero or someone that's good, you have to give them a flaw. That's why Superman has the kryptonite thing, cause if they're so perfect, people couldn't relate to them. They have to have something that makes them human right yeah and uh like moon knight he has his you know i'm not saying did is crazy but how he's looked at is he's crazy you yeah. know and so or he has different personalities which some people can relate to and so basically you have to have some kind of flaw or some kind of some drawback yeah and it's not so much just, like i said before on the episode i was on in the into the night podcast when we're doing the tv show breakdown of moon knight i said it's not that it's a flaw but it's something that people can relate to. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, back to the Chupacabra and not our DC and Marvel talk. I mean, but it's important to let them know that we're not only doing cryptids. And yeah. for them to think that we're only doing cryptids. Yes, a bulk of it will be that because there's so many of them. And um, still, I still, before I get into doing like... Uh, Copyright infringement. Yes. I know that I need to talk to Ray from Into the Night podcast because they have a disclaimer at the end of their of their um, podcast it says something to to the effect of any creature da, 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 what we talk about here is 
property of Marvel and it's only used for this reason. Da da da. I need to talk to him and, and get you know what the laws are to make sure that we have everything covered before we go. Yeah, before we just like, oh hey, today we're fighting Jason, and all of a sudden, nope, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> it wouldn't be, it but be but you know just just to make sure everything's good before we jump into those type of creatures. But in the next series or the next half of this series, I do believe that we will at have least a couple yes dabble crickets. in one or two of. Uh, how about we name some people we want to fight? I want to fight Pinhead. Predator. That's Predator, yes. Jeepers Creepers. Uh, I want to fight. Michael Myers. Michael Myers. I want to fight uh, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, yeah. I think that would be a good fight. Um, Davy Jones from uh, Davey Jones. from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, the Kraken, which is, I guess you could say that's. Clash of the Titans, I think. Yeah. It's a movie. But, yeah. um, and then some Greek mythology creatures, you know? Yeah, like, like Minotaur. Minotaurs. I yeah. Think you can count those as cryptids, though, in a way. Yeah, like folklore in a way. Yeah, but yeah, like Minotaur, the Manticore, the weird. I don't look. Th- it's got like a lion, goat, scorpion mix thing. Snake. Oh yes. Yeah. So that's basically what's that chick's name in Moon Knight? The the, the evil one. I'm trying to remember. I <laughs> raw, yeah. Blah. <laughs> blah, blah. <laughs> I can't I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. But oh well. She wasn't important. I mean she is, but she's not. But anyway, uh Omit. Omelet. <laughs> Ooh. I'm hungry now. Omelet. Let's finish up this podcast so we can eat something. Yes. <laughs> but yes, um, so who any other um creatures? I kinda I kinda wanna fight Akira. You know, saying um, so some anime creatures, maybe Pikachu. Pikachu. Mess up a Pikachu. Wow. There's plenty of them. What did Pikachu ever do to you? Uh, I can have, I have a list. A <laughs> list. Me playing Pokemon and and he just like destroyed you for some reason. Bane of my existence sometimes. I mean, he. I always capture him. Whenever I see him, I capture him because he's. Whenever I see him, I capture one, then I'm like, I'm good. I don't need any more. Yeah, you don't need one because he's like, it's like you feel like he's like an actual companion. He's not just one of your something in your bag. That's why I have like Garchomp, like something cool, as like my companion. Yeah, I'm not a little rat. <laughs> I'm known to like firefighter Pokemon, like the monkey, dragon, and ground. The ones I like. Really? Yeah. Because you'd be dragging your knuckles on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Thank you. But anyway, we're rambling. And we're probably like an hour into the podcast. I haven't even talked about the statistics yet. But this episode, we have a, a treat for you. We didn't tell you ahead of time what you're looking forward to. But you have a treat. So you tell them the treat or just let them just figure it out? Tell them the treat. Okay, so basically for the boss fights... Instead of us saying what we will do to fight it and everything separately, we're going to do it together at the same time. But not only are we going to say what we're going to do together, but it's going to be kind of like a theatrical event. Like a mini movie in a way. Yes. There will be a narrator narrating things going on. There will be us talking like, oh, throw a grenade. Oh, he shot me. I mean, I don't know what Crypto would shoot us, but... Crypto's got a gun, apparently. Bigfoot just picked up an AR and started shooting back. But you get the point. And there'll be, like, sound effects and... And then music in the background. Which, this gives me a chance to say this. For those that do not know, all the background music you've heard, the intro music, the outro music, everything you hear on this podcast are, are all beats and 
and musical arrangements that I have made myself, Mr. Dukes here. And um, also for these, this theatrical exclusive boss fight you're going to hear, I will also be doing all the little atmospheric background stuff um, on there as well. So, and then maybe some of the monster sounds if he feels like it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I might do some monster sounds because monster sounds are awesome. What, what crypto was that supposed to be? Every single one. Every time you say, I wonder what it sounds like, you're going to hear me do that same one. That's my mating call, so I figured I would just throw it in there. Apparently you're a cryptid now. I'm a cryptid. Yo, blood, where you from? I'm a cryptid. Anyhow. But yes, yeah, so today we're doing the goat sucker. Or did I say that wrong? The chupacabra. The goat sucker, chupacabra. Which same thing translates to the goat sucker. Yeah, the sucker of goats. Yes. Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, he's going to say something. I was going to say something, but it was... I was going to try to formulate a pretty cool thing, but I, you know, like goat as in greatest of all time, like someone who's like, it's on the nuts of the goat, the goat sucker. Anyway, there are chupacabra, but anyway, <laughs> location, where is this location, Mr. Pablo? Uh, it's located. The one we're going to be mainly focusing on is yes. in um, Puerto Rico, Mocha, Puerto Rico, Mocha, Puerto Rico, but, uh, the chupacabra has been sighted throughout Southwest uh, United States and Mexico. Yes, and Paraguay yeah, as well. Yeah, a little bit of South America too. Brazil. Yeah. You know, the remote deserts of southwestern U.S. I mean, they're not really remote. I mean, that's what I read. So I'm just putting down what I read. Damn it. I mean, unless it's like <laughs> you have a farm out in the middle of nowhere in Tucson. I mean, well, think about this. Just for you guys that don't that don't know, I've had a chupacabra experience. I mean... Do you remember it? No. Remember? You don't remember Baxter? Baxter? We will get into it. I'll t remind me to tell you the story of my chupacabra. Right, before, before we get into the fight, after we get through all the stats, I'll, I'll ask you because yes. I don't remember Baxter. Yes. Please remind me. There's been times, hey, remind me this, and then you don't remind me and I forget, and then we, we miss out on some good information for the people. I mean, the only thing cryptid I've seen was my sister's dog at night. That thing is... Staring, cryptid, staring at me. You said cryptid or <laughs> <laughs> both. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chico. I love you. <laughs> I mean, I love him too. I guess he's, he's cool some days. Yeah, he used to not be cool until he got uh, manhandled. <laughs> <laughs> like he cha he changed his life. He he found Jesus. <laughs> Chico found Jesus. I I promise you, because this dog was evil. Like you just look at him, he starts barking at you and trying to attack you. Lost his nuts and his jaw. Yeah, he lost his nuts and his jaw. Next thing you know, he was he, he was like, oh, Mother Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> looks like Mother Teresa sometimes. He, he does. He's out of a blanket and he's just sitting there. Yes. But he, he looks like a chupacabra. Or the Sith Lord. The, 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 <laughs> Ever Palpatine. Yes. <laughs> pops out of a blanket. Do it. Ooh, I want to fight him. I mean, I kind of don't want to fight him. I mean, he'll probably tear us up, yeah, definitely. But Force Lightning, Force Choke Us, Call Darth Vader in. Yeah. We're kind of boned. Boned? Yes. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> We're kind of boned? Yes. Is that is that a saying that the Generation Z Generation it's Z just says? It's a saying. I don't know if it's the only thing Generation we're Z bone? says. So like instead of saying we're effed. Yeah, we're bone. <laughs> wow. I don't know. It sounds more 
like physical the way you said it. You're saying it after is like oh, it's like just like you know explanation, uh, excl- exclamation point. You know, it's like oh, it's, it's like, like saying we're screwed. Yeah, but but saying we're boned. We're boned. It sounds like almost like made love to. <laughs> <laughs> We've been made love to. <laughs> Would you prefer me to say that next time? <laughs> no, don't, uh, you say whatever you want to say. I just I might just give you some side eye. That's all. <laughs> But yes, location, we got that. Puerto Rico, Mexico, uh, the Americas, Southwest, USA, and Paraguay. Yes. Very important, Paraguay. Remember that. Paraguay, Paraguay Uruguay, Uye, Uye, it de. Guay. It's like Pig Latin. Exne or something like that. Exne. That's I next. No I have no more Pig Latin other than Exne. Okay, let me see. I can say. Aye, Antwe, Ute, Aitfe, Ite. I want to fight it. Yes. That's Pig Latin. Pig Latin. I mean, back in the 90s, it was popular. Like, yeah, you're cool. I'm cool. I can do Pig Latin. But it sounds like you're adding A to like. What you're doing is you're taking the first letter of the word, putting it at the end, and put A at the end. Like A-Y, right? So if I was saying Pablo, it would be Ablope. Ablope in Uxde. 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 Sounds like an African name. <laughs> Thing. No disrespect. I got half. I'm half African, <laughs> so don't think I'm disrespecting black people because I'm not. But I do want to learn how to do that clicking sound stuff. That right there, <laughs> you probably said something. <laughs> <laughs> I said I want to fight it and click. <laughs> but you know, it's, oh, check this out. This is a true story. When I was in eighth grade and uh, I first came back to Arizona, I was I lived in Arizona. I moved to Minnesota mm-hmm. and came back to Arizona again. When I came back to Arizona, I was in eighth grade. There's these two kids. I say two kids. They're brothers. Maybe they're like one year apart, but they're like brothers. But they're from straight Africa, like straight from Africa, Africa. Like and um. Fresh out of the, what do you call it? Congo? <laughs> Something, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so they, when we play basketball, they would do that clicking stuff to each other. Oh, that's kind of intimidating. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know what the hell he's saying, you know? Yeah. He's like, pass the ball, like, and then all of a sudden dude like, passes it, like, no look pass, and they're like, like, that's not fair. <laughs> so it was like, it was kind of crazy. It was cool to watch, because like, like, it was just cool to watch, because like, none of us understood that. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. But yeah, anyway, back to this. Back to Chupacabra. We've gone on a lot of side tangents on this one. I mean, yeah, some of it might come out. We good. Like like last time, at the end of the of the episode, we talked about, um, you didn't know because you haven't listened to it yet, but the end of it, we talked about, um, oh, yeah, we probably could take out the, the football, you know, tangent, but the football tangent wasn't in there. <laughs> so people are like, what football tangent? <laughs> it was gone. But you will hear it next week or this week coming up because- the bonus. We're going to do the um, outtakes slash bloopers and stuff um, as a free gift to you guys. Bonus episode. We should make a Patreon and then only give that to patrons. Only bonus episode. Because some of it's really outlandish. Some of it is. Like like the NFL one. <laughs> <laughs> we just started going on a rant. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, for now we don't have a patron and we're not, no, I don't really want your money, to be honest. But it would help out to you know get you know some new equipment and this and that and give me an actual chair. Yeah, him an actual chair. Somebody sitting on the, the kitchen table or not kitchen table, the, the kitchen chair. dining set chair. Yes, and then on top of that, um, we can get stickers and shirts and stuff made for you guys and you know. So maybe we make a patron eventually, and if we do, we'll use it for that and make sure you guys get things from it. And then on top of that, um, you'll get. Maybe we'll make the, those episodes only available for uh, patrons. So, sighting. Cabra. 
first sighting. Well, this is the, this is where it gets crazy because it said the first sighting was March 1995, but then there's the the Vampiro de Mocha was like in 75, and then uh, Pablo has some stuff that wasn't called really Chupacabra, I yeah. guess, but some some sight some things that happened that were that correlate to what the Chupacabra does in Texas in the 70s as well. Yeah, but those could easily be like cattle mutilations too because one of them literally just says mutilated cattle that they found one is a dead bull that sucked up dry <laughs> i hate the way i phrased that i am regretting that but we're going with it i don't care <laughs> yes so so but you know most places say march 1995 is the first sighting yeah i think it's when the first time they called it chupacabra is, yeah. is, is what you know basically what it is kind of like with the the bunyip how that that they said the white man said it yeah. you know the first time they said it in the newspaper there was a bunyip but, but it was cited before that yeah the aboriginals had bunyip they were saying bunyip before that yes and shout out to ray from into the night podcast that's night with the k because the moon night right um he he gave us some more insight on the facebook group about the bunyip and um he said that um He's talking about the drop bears. He said they're very, very uh, an actual threat. And uh, he gave us some more information. I, I, I'll read it here a little bit later, but I just want to let you know that he did give us some good information. So thank you, Ray. I always look forward because he's from uh, Australia. He lives in Australia, right? So uh, he definitely uh, gave me some more insight. Man in, man in the field or whatever. Yes. Ray's the man. Definitely the man. Right, so go ahead. My bad. Oh, yeah. Descriptions. There, there's multiple of them. Yes. But the but not as many as the bunyip. Yes, not as many. Not like eighty of them. There's only like three or four of them. Yeah. One of them, uh, chupacabra, described as a humanoid, probably about three or four feet tall. Not too crazy big enough to get a goat down, but not like towering over you. <laughs> Humanoid-shaped, green alien-looking thing with spines, big teeth, and I think some descriptions say it has a long tail. tongue. Yeah, long tongue, and some have a tail apparently. And some don't have a some tail. Don't. Uh, well, the, and some don't have a tail. I had a bubble in my tail. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cool. Just, some it? don't have a tail. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it in then. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> then the the chupacabra that's spotted in the U.S. mainly, basically, in Mexico, and Mexico is basically just a mangy coyote. Yeah, so that's what it is. Because they found him, like I shot it, I killed it. This is it. And they, they did like. like some mangy animal. Yeah, they did research and it was mangy and had like stomach parasites or whatever. Yeah, like one of them was like, oh, we caught a baby chupacabra. It's like, that's just a mangy raccoon. <laughs> yeah. So anything that's ugly, and that's all, you know, here in the United States, anything that's you, ugly. You're ugly, you're getting labeled chupacabra. Yes. Sorry. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, some of them were like, oh, these are, like, koi wolves. And people were just releasing these mangy koi wolves. Koi they, wolf? Yeah, it's a mix between coyote and a wolf. Yo. And they were... they were koi wolf. They were releasing them in Texas and just shooting them. Like, oh, we killed the chupacabra. And it's like, no, you bred that thing. You bred that <laughs> you thing? You made that thing just to shoot it. That's so messed up. Yeah. That's like the cop in um the Loveland Frogman. When just he just shot the, the random people's dogs and stuff, yeah, like just shooting the random thing, it's a frog man, boom. Yeah, it's like just kill it. He didn't kill it on that one too. He just shot it and it ran off. Yeah, but he said it hobbled off into the forest to die. <laughs> I was like, wow. Probably couldn't have died. Couldn't Could have or couldn't have. Couldn't have. Might not have. Might not have died. Whatever, whatever. It's probably not dead. <laughs> now it is. It's probably it's like yeah, so many now, years. Now it's probably like a 
raccoon or something that got shot. You, you know, and, and we're going to find out what this as well because supposedly the first sighting was let's just say it's 1995 but or even if it's 1970 something uh the last sighting the last time it's ever been sighted as far as actually recorded that was seen was 2013 hmm. so it stopped and again this reminds me of the other ones we've done does it have a life cycle did it exist it was something they died off and then now they don't exist anymore or did they get smarter or did they leave because they're aliens another one yes like, yeah, this planet's, planet's Sucks. done for. They're trying to hunt us. They're making koi dogs and shooting them, koi pretending they're killing us. They're coming for us next. We got to get out of here. Apparently, they're the predator now, too. Like, why can't they? Just because they're different than us, how come they can't exist? Oh, well, if we find them, we have to kill them so we can. Because they're eating our livestock. Same reason no, why they. No, no. It's the same thing with the Tasmanian tigers. They killed them because they're eating sheep. Listen. If you are a tiger, let's go let's go African real quick. If you're a lion and you see a gazelle running by and you eat it, are you wrong for that? In the gazelle's eyes, yes. But no, not. screw the gazelle. I'm saying in the grand scheme of things, would someone shoot a tiger because they killed a gazelle? No. I mean I mean a lion, I mean. Okay, so so my point is it is a creature that is feasting on whatever animal that could be prey that it finds. Now if a chupacabra comes across your farm and you don't have your animals locked up that's fair game. You have a point, yes, <laughs> but it's probably like how wolves and stuff are treated in America too. Yeah, but I'm saying like it doesn't know. Hey, there's a property line. If I walk go past this little line right here, I I, I can't take anything to eat here. It you gotta know. teach it a lesson. A lesson. <laughs> yes, yeah, make an example out of a few of them or all of them. Well, we're gonna make an example out of this one today. That's what we're gonna do. Should have done that to the coyotes out here. Maybe we'd still have chickens. True. I mean, we have eventually. They, they know better now. They still wander onto the property every once they in a while. They run because the horses and bulls don't like them. Yeah. And they, you know, they got something coming. They keep on messing with me. It's a cryptid. Also, it could be a folklore. It also could be anything else? Alien. Alien. They say that it might be alien. Uh, and it's been attached to many UFO sightings as well. Which... It doesn't just eat, like, the pets. No. The it, pets. It, or pets are, like, your livestock or whatever. It only drinks the blood. So, yes. Yeah, so, you find a, a dead animal. You're like, okay, it's dead. It must have just died. Yeah. And then, they, upon further investigation... Further, further review of the play. They have zero blood in them. And, yeah. uh, and on top of that... The meat's not touched. Yes. And and then, the, the crazy thing that I found that I didn't, never knew until just recently when I was doing research for this episode is on their chest or on their forehead or head is a uh, um like three dots like where it was punctured the yeah, like puncturing holes yeah three holes like, which is weird because you think about it like a vampire mainly like only two fangs yes so why does chupacabra only have like have like three because it's good as a chupacabra and not a vampire <laughs> yeah but <laughs> everything everything that sucks blood mainly has only has like two fangs they do it with yeah like vampire bats and I mean, a mosquito's only got one, one tube, I guess. I'm pretty sure it's not a tooth. I'm not, not saying tooth. I was, I was saying tube. Yeah. Because that's what it is for a mosquito. But They're basically a walking hypodermic needle. I mean, not walking. No, but... it's like, it like mosquitoes are flying. <laughs> but yes. Oh, so yeah, I don't know. That's, that's kind of weird. But I have an idea of my little tangent I have over here. That I think that I might have broke the code and figured out what the chupacabra really is. It's like the, what is it called? 
Da Vinci's code, the Chupacabra's code, the Chupa code. <laughs> yes, I think I figured out how and why it has a three point. It's just got a snaggle tooth. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> 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 I might as well just say it now. I mean, why not? We're already here, right? Okay, so this goes to parallels, I guess. I think that the Chupacabra is a giant vampire bat. And the reason I say this is because there was a um, a sighting where they said that it swooped in from the sky, right? And then it, it jumped over trees, et cetera, et cetera, right? So I'm like, swooped in from the sky, so it flies, right? And um, it's vampiric, so it's drinking the blood. So I started looking up vampire bats. I started thinking in my head, a vampire bat and a fruit bat combined. Maybe they came together. So it had like the vampiric ways, but fruit bats are a little bit bigger, I believe. Yeah, they're, they're usually bigger. Okay, so then I started doing more research, and I found out what the largest bat was. It's called flying foxes. Yeah, I was going to say, the flying fox is the biggest one. Yes, which has five-foot wingspan, and but it's only it's not that big itself. It's like 16 inches from head to, yeah, you know. Not crazy big, but they're big. Yes, but like it's a flying fox. <laughs> yes, and that's the thing is, the 1995 sighting, I believe, they said that it was foxes that did it. But it could have been foxes if it was flying foxes, right? So I started thinking, um, and this is the thing, though. Um, it used to be an old world fruit bat. So that was like a fruit bat. And um, also it said that vampire bats, that they evolved to eat or survive off of just blood, right? And they said the reason they had their teeth like that because they needed those teeth in order to eat or to penetrate fruit. So like basically it is a descendant of a fruit bat. So maybe when they first like transferred over to become a Sample. vampire bat, maybe there's an original one. Or a, the OG vampire. Yeah, the OG one, you know, saying that basically is still from that first stage of, of metamorphosis. And it's kind of like this is giant vampire fruit bat. That's just one of my thoughts. Now you got me looking up seeing if vampire yes. bats are native too. <laughs> well, they they are. That's, that's, that's what so I looked it up too. Um, they, they says it's they're native to Americas, Mexico to Brazil, Chile. Uruguay in Argentina. Yeah, dude, I meant to say flying foxes, but not vampire bats. Oh yeah, but yeah. So my point is, they're they're from the same place. And this is another thing about Puerto Rico. There are zero native mammals to to uh, to Puerto Rico except yeah. for um, bats, vampire bats. Like manatees and sea turtles are like the other. Native yeah, animals. but they're in water, yeah. so I don't really consider they're from there, you know. Yeah. But but yeah, yeah, manatees and stuff. But as far as on land. The only uh, terrestrial, I think they call them, the only ones that are on land are, are bats. And so, you know, it makes sense that, you know, maybe that's what this thing is. But I started thinking, like, why would you want to be in Puerto Rico if you like eating mammals and there's no mammals other than what man brought over there? You think they'd run out of food pretty Eventually, quick. But if actually kind of makes sense if you think about it. Because if you're in an area where there's no animals, like mammals, and you had to bring mammals over there for you to eat, like for them to have and eat and stuff like that, it basically gives you a steady food supply. So you're not going to want to leave there. Yeah, but that's the point. There's no, they're not like, it's not, it's not like there's deer running around in, in the forest that they can just eat off of. Maybe it wasn't brought over, like, or not maybe it wasn't like always there. Maybe it was brought over. No, well, they were. That's my, that's my point. My point is like, they're natively don't have no, nothing to eat there if it wasn't for no, I was saying like the, the the chupacabra yeah like maybe it was brought over there somehow. oh the chupacabra was yeah. brought there maybe but if it came from a vampire bat or any kind of bat 
it could could have already been there. But yeah, yeah it could have been taken. I mean, maybe it came from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only place where I'm seeing like flying foxes, really. What in Australia? I, there's like one is in Australia. I'm, I was looking, trying to see if there's anything in Puerto Rico and flying foxes. I can't find anything. Yeah. So see, here's what it says. Uh, it may have evolved from frugivorous, which means they eat fruit, yeah. bats with sharp teeth to pierce fruit 26 million years ago. And they can, this is the thing that's crazy about vampire bats. Like bats can't walk. They, they you know, they fly, they do what they do. But um, the vampire bat, they can walk, jump, and run. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. The chupacabra is on all fours, but also can be on its hind legs as well. Yeah. So, I found out where the flying foxes are native to. They're native to uh, tropical islands, such as Madagascar, uh, Indonesia, mainland Asia, and Australia. Puerto Rico is a tropical island, too. Yeah, so maybe they're not native there, but they were brought there. Yeah, they're able to live in that habitat due to their capabilities. Uh, fruit bats are native to Africa, Asia, Europe, and Australia. So all the bigger bats aren't really there in Puerto Rico, but they could live in Puerto Rico. Yes. And um, what's cool is they have an infrared receptor, which I got to take into account when we fight this thing. Infrared. I mean, we don't have anything really infrared. No, but I'm saying that you can see our, maybe our heat signature or something. That's thermal. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> infrared. What's infrared? Infrared is like Oh yeah, like lasers. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So never mind. It doesn't bother us any. Um, This is what's crazy, though. I looked up this about fruit bats. I mean, not fruit bats, but uh, vampire bats. An average female vampire bat is 40 grams. That's about how much it weighs. It can consume 20 grams, which is one fluent ounce, in 20 minutes. Hmm. So it can consume half of its body weight in 20 minutes right yeah and what's crazy is because what happens is that they have something in their body that allows them to break the blood down quick and take the water out of it real quick to their kidneys and into their intestines or whatever so while they're eating about two minutes into eating they start urinating right and so because yeah. so they get rid of some of the water so they can fly they need you know can't be too heavy to fly and yeah. so wh- why i thought this was important is because what I heard about chupacabras is that many times at the death site, there'll be a foul odor. And so I was like, maybe that foul smell is from the vampire bat. Maybe while it's drinking, it also urinates while it's drinking. And therefore, it leaves, by the back, it leaves that foul smell, which they said it was like a sulfur-like, a foul sulfur-like smell. Hmm. I have, I have two things right now just thinking about that. One, that's just efficient. Being able, being able to drink and pee at the same time that's just efficient and two um think about like vampires if if vampires are also like that that just like makes edward from twilight so much so much more weird to me <laughs> to like bite someone just starts peeing <laughs> like all the vampires in that movie <laughs> that would be funny we need to make a spoof of that <laughs> <laughs> it's like you get bit. You're like, oh no, I got bit by a vampire. Oh, are you are you peeing? <laughs> Why is there a warm liquid that's not my blood on my leg now? <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw the largest vampire bat wingspan was 20 inches, and 60 grams is how much it weighed. So I started trying to do the math. I didn't do the math, but I wanted to do the math. 
if the chupacabra is four four to five foot right the the puerto rican one yeah how much would that weigh and again this has to do with grams and stuff i'm not you know i'm from america so bring it to pounds yeah i don't know how you know that Ounces. correlates but um so like basically my point is i'm trying to figure out how big it could be and how much blood it can consume in a 20 minutes period of time well we can we can we can kind of figure it out right now because how much like we had to look it up but how much blood is like in a goat or a sheep let's look that up because eight dead sheep in one night like on the first or the first official like chupacabra sighting in a in a goat it's about 70 milliliters so 70 millimeters times eight why eight because that was the the amount that he killed in one night okay but it was a he or was there multiple there could be multiple that's, that's also another good point Okay, well, I'm assuming it's just one for right now. Okay. So I'm, uh, I'm going to just go with the, the one. So you said 70... How many milliliters was in the goat? 70, yeah. 70 times 8. 560 milliliters did 8 in one night. Okay, so then times that by 2. Because remember, the, the, the vampire bat took half of its weight and whatever. So 560 times two equals 1,120 milliliters. Yeah, milliliters. It says 1,120 milliliters equals 0.3 of a gallon, like a third of a gallon, right? Yeah. That means a chupacabra would only be like two gallons worth of, I mean, not even two gallons. That don't make sense. Weigh only less than a gallon. It's gotta weigh more like. Well, that's the thing. If it had eight, 1,120 times eight, but it didn't only eat eight goats, it ate other stuff Cows too. So how many gallons is 8,960 milliliters? Now it's at 2.3 gallons. Times the other animals in, I know a cow has more than a goat. So yeah, it makes sense that something of his size could go through all those animals hmm. and still be under his weight. I was also looking up a cow, a Holstein cow. It's like the normal black and white cow. Only has 39 liters or 10 gallons in it. 10 so. gallons of blood? Yeah, 10 gallons of blood. How much does a gallon of water weigh? Eight pounds. Eight pounds. So eight pounds times 10 is 80. So like, so 80 times two is 160 pounds. Where something that's that's four to five feet could be that boat that much. Yeah. But that's if it only needs one cow. Which I'm, I'm thinking like one cow equivalent to eight goats <laughs> or eight sheep. Yeah. So. So that that being said, the amount of animals ate makes sense that one chupacabra could eat all that. Because I thought, why wouldn't he just eat one and be happy? Like, don't be greedy. Yeah. But if there's a vampire bat drinks half of its body weight in one feeding, in 20 minutes actually, then it makes sense that this creature would drink half of its body weight at the same time. And at the same time, it'll be urinating. That's why it says some of the death sites had uh, odor. Yeah. Not all of them. So maybe it peed on this one. It went on do this thing, and then later on it peed on another one. Maybe it was enough to make it pee on the like when it was killing the other ones. It does make sense that something is happening because of course these creatures are dying, and it is vampiric, and it is either a vampire bat or something that's relative to it, or it's just a chupacabra straight up. So I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Wow, it's a real thing. None of these are worrying about our cows. Yes, we do. <laughs> But that's the thing. Okay, maybe it's time for me to tell my story. Yeah, let's get your story in. So, I was outside one time walking the dogs, or my dog, because we only had one. Uh, I only when, had, when, when was this? This was like about, Kahlua was like small, like a puppy still. So it was like four years ago. All right. 
And um, on top of the, on your guys' shed, yeah, there was this creature. I don't know if you've seen it. No. It looked like a baby rabbit. It was like this big. I have pictures of it. Actually, I'll post it in the social media. It was on top of, of the, the shed. The shed. How did it get there? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It still had a, a skin and bones. That's all it was. It was sucked dry. All of his insides were sucked in. There was no... You didn't see no like cut mark like an animal ate it open and ate it and killed it. Yeah, I was about to ask like that could be or not ask, but I was about to say like that could have been like an owl or like a hawk during the day. I was thinking that yeah, as far as it getting on top of there, yes. But you think they would eat it? Yeah, that, they, that's where you stopped me. I was like, huh. There was no, it was no bite marks, nothing. And this is another thing, sitting there for all that time, it never smelled. It never had a smell of like, you know, like, oh, something's Something dead over rotting. here. Yes. And ants never try to crawl up there and get up there and try to take pieces off of it. Nothing bothered it. No bird came and tried to take it away. It just lay there and, and for like about two years, it sat up there and I just let, I just let it do its thing. Eventually it kind of, you know, eventually like Weathered got, away, yeah, basically. you know what I'm saying, from the rain and everything. But it, it, it was just, it was just bones sucked in. I mean, um, skin sucked into the bones and it just laying there dead. I never saw that. I have a picture of it, and um, I might have it in this phone. Um, I have it in my old phone for sure. But uh, huh. so it was like in between that time, there was like Christmas and Halloween, Thanksgiving. We were in and out of that shed, bringing yeah. stuff in and out. So I'm surprised I never saw that. I don't think it's there anymore. It's, yeah, it's not there anymore because we would have seen it or got blown off when the shed tipped up. Yeah, true. I'm gonna look for that picture. I even posted it online and everything, like. And I was I was telling people, hey, look at Baxter. I gave him a name, Baxter. And then like every like six months or so, I take another picture. Like look at what, look what he looks like now. But it didn't deteriorate and go away. But yeah, so like yeah, basically that's why I had I had that had that experience. And so I thought when I first saw it, I thought it was a chupacabra. I was like, what is this? But then I realized by looking at his bone structure and what the bone structure of a rabbit looks like. It's a rabbit. It was a rabbit. It was a baby rabbit. It was like this big, like a little bit over a foot, maybe not even. It was like. Like this big like yeah nine ten eleven inches and um but it had his whole his whole face everything was there it was like just skin it was sucked dry i kind of wondered because like four years ago i think the cows were first brought over here yeah it was the thing was right before they right were here before, okay then i was like it wouldn't make sense to go for a rabbit because the cows are right there <laughs> yeah well i don't think i don't think the cows are here yet i think yeah. they're they're down the ways they're first yeah but um i'm telling you i'm gonna find a picture you'll see it and you're like what uh-huh. the it, it looks like it just got sucked up yeah. like but then again we had the horses too but i think yeah. the horses they would probably fight back they, they would fight back at least our horses would so my, I, I thought maybe there was a a chupacabra attack like hmm. when it's crazy because like the night before that i was outside and you know the bale bales of hay or wait, wait this is before the bales of hay was it around the same time it might have been around the same time that the cows brought were brought over might have been because i remember there was hay and i felt like somebody was on top of it watching me and i didn't want to look back at it the thing is i felt that feeling too really when i'm out here with like some nights when i go out with grandpa we're like doing something we come back late yeah and i'm out here helping with the cows real quick or we're feeding the horses i always look up at that hay pile and like there's something in there watching me somewhere yeah i i got i got that feeling and i was like Ugh. like i haven't got that feeling a lot but there's been a couple times where it's like i walk by i turn my back and i'm like something's staring at me yes and i like i feed the horse and i run away real quick or go back and put the buckets away yeah so that's what i'm saying so it was a weird thing that happened around the same time that that thing happened so hmm. i don't know what it was how it got up there how come it wasn't messed up how come nothing wanted to eat it um and it just sat there and for like years like two three years it just sat there and eventually i don't know what happened it blew off i think it blew off onto the ground i remember that and then 
I don't know what happened to it after that. Probably then something got it. Yeah. But I mean, even then it was stayed on the ground for a while and I, I was, eventually it was just gone. But the crazy thing is like, yeah, I think that might have, it's a possibility that could have been a Chupacabra uh, scenario. Yeah. Let's see what hmm. we're missing. I got a lot of stuff I didn't even say yet. <laughs> Still have a whole lot more to go on. This is like a two hour special right here. I mean, it's a boss fight in one of the bigger episodes. Yeah. So first attack, sighting, March 95, eight sheep completely drained of blood, three strange puncture wounds on chest, attributed to a fox. Which, you know, going for the chest kind of makes sense, because you're going to go for, like, the heart. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah, because, you know what, a vampire bat has a sensor in their body, that in their brain, I think it was. That's where the heat's at. Yes, it, it can tell where the blood is closest to the surface. Yeah, or where it's, where it's circulating through yes. the Yes. So that sense as that well. That one is like a thermal sensor then. Yeah, that, I think that's what they use that for. Um, and then Madeline Tolentino was the Those one. It was, <laughs> yes, was the one that saw it or found out or it was their, their farm or something like that. And then Canavanas, uh, 30 citizens saw a chupacabra swoop down from the sky, uh, leapt over treetops. Uh, November 19th, 1995, first detailed description. Dozens of turkeys, rabbits, goats, cats, dogs, horses, cows. So it did go for horses too. Yes. And then um, here it says Caguas. Uh, I think it's a place. Uh, huge red eyes, what they said it looked like. Uh, hairy arms broke into bedroom window of a house and tore apart a child's teddy bear and left a puddle of slime <laughs> in a single piece of rancid meat on the windowsill. Mm. Wait, that kind of would make sense. The, the slime, that rancid slime. Because, like, mosquitoes, they, uh, they're they saliva. When they bite, that's what produces that bump, and so you don't start bleeding more. It, it basically, uh, what do we call it? Clots the, clots the wound. Does it also make <clears> it so <throat> that you don't really feel that they bit you, like an yeah, anesthetic? Then that, that's why we kind of feel itchy afterwards, too. Yeah. Because it's like, then we, like, our body's like, hey... What is this what foreign is this? thing? Yeah. Yes. Like a, something right here, and we're trying to scratch it out. Yes. But I was also thinking hairy arms, maybe hairy eyes and bright, like bright red eyes. And that could be like maybe some of the other kind of cryptid in Puerto Rico, too. Maybe could it's be. not just a chupacabra. Yeah, but wh why did it tear apart a child's teddy bear? Did it think it was an animal it could eat? It couldn't, it couldn't have sensed maybe. blood in it, though. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's just another cryptid, and maybe it was going for like, hey, look, something small I can eat real quick. And, try to get it probably and then like oh it's a stuffed animal i'm out of here <laughs> i'm just gonna leave some slime and a piece of yeah. meat on the on the windowsill uh, dropped, <laughs> dropped, dropped his lunch and ran away yes but uh or maybe he dropped his lunch because he saw the teddy bear and he went for the teddy bear and it was not even it's nothing like, get out of here before someone yes. shoots me or something and then there's another one that says it was monkey like but had no tail uh standing about four to five feet tall large oval red eyes that glowed did it have spines? Yes. All right. It says gray skin, fangs, long spiral quills that may double as wings. Um, long spiral quills that double as they could double as wings. Yeah, I'm thinking it's talking about on his back. Yeah. Um, long snake-like tongue, hops like kangaroo, leaves foul sulfur-like stench at the sight of some deaths, and zoologists cannot link it to any known animal. Hmm. The kangaroo hoppings, you know, I never heard about that. Yes, but it kind of reminds me of the vampire bat, how it kind of like, it says it, it runs, but it uses its wings or its arms. Kind of like help push it. Yeah, that, that's the powerfulness of it. It has a wide gate, 
and its back legs are just kind of like there but it's the front ones are doing all the work so it, it runs in a certain weird way and it can hop it can jump so maybe they're the same I'm trying to imagine how a vampire bat would run i wanted to look up videos i did not but i should have i kind of want to do that right now real <laughs> and then media wise there's there's video i think this was in texas oh it running up the dirt road yeah which that was just a mangy yeah. mutt but the police cam 2008 dewitt county texas two officers coyote infected with mange is what it was um mange is a class contagion skin disease caused by parasitic mites and what's weird is the bite marks was like an upside down triangle oh my god that is creepy that looks like a kangaroo in a way huh yeah i mean it looks more like a monkey like how uh yeah runs, how they kind of run sideways a little bit yeah you know and that maybe that's why they said it was a monkey it kind of does run like a monkey and hop yeah that's crazy but like you can see on the top view, it kind of starts going a little sideways it at does. times. So maybe that's that explains the monkey part. Yeah. So I, see, it makes sense that it's just a huge vampire bat that probably exists somewhere that just been living forever, has no predators wherever it's at. Hmm. There are no predators on Puerto Rico because it's the biggest thing. Yeah. Other than people. And, well, cows yeah. and stuff, but they're not like they're, they're not eating bats. They're, yeah, they they eat hay and stuff. I mean, in Asia. <laughs> you gotta worry about that. Uh, it's considered also an urban legend. Yeah, so um, that's I think that's most of my stuff here. Let me see. Oh yeah, the, there's a baseball team, a Superior Baseball League, called the Mocha Vampiros. They named their team after the vampire bats, I guess. I was gonna say like, why? Why does everyone get like these cool mascots? Then my high school had a freaking bulldog. What's wrong with the bulldog? It's a bulldog. Well, it's got health awesome. issues. It has health. It does have health issues. <laughs> like, they, got, they got some schools uh, out here like Sol Azteca. They got the Aztecs as their mascot, and freaking Skyline's got a cooler one, Coyote. That's funny. And freaking Cranker High School, freaking Bulldog. I mean, it looks cool though. Could have gone with a pit bull or something, something cooler. Yeah, but you know what? It is what it is. Bash of bears. Bash of bears. Yeah, they're cool ones. Screw them. It's all about QC. I don't know. Bulldog. My one grape. <laughs> anyway, yes. So that's all the notes I have for this creature. I mean, I have one slight thing to add on. What's that? Um, back when uh, Puerto Rico, back I think like within 96 or 95 around, sometime in, in between the period of first sight and stuff like that. Yes. The, uh, someone ended up killing these two pythons. Oh, yeah. And... Um, for some reason the the sightings all kind of died down for a little bit but immediately kind of like after a little while came right back that's crazy because something else that i also read was that the puerto rico's biggest predator is like yeah the, those snakes right pythons and so um that could have been what it but snakes don't gonna bite an animal yeah. suck his blood it's out eat it whole yes especially a python like they crush it then eat it whole yes so but it's, it's so weird that when they killed the two, those two pythons, that the, the sightings kind of like died down a little bit. But that's another thing. Did it, like other ones, did it have a life cycle and die off? Because two, I, me, I remember I was alive, you know, 1995, when all that, when it started coming out, Chupacabra, when it first came out, I remember when it first came out and they're like, ooh, this is a thing, right? Yeah. It wasn't like it was some, some, something from the 1800s or really? Bigfoot's been yeah. around since like the 60s or whatever it was. You know, uh, it was something that happened in my lifetime when it came to be like, this is something that's out there and we need we need to be worried about it. Yeah. And um, so I remember 
going through all that. And it's crazy because I thought there had to have been people seeing it still, but 2013, I think it was, was the last one. Maybe like, it's like how I've been saying, like how some sightings, they don't report. Yes. Like maybe they're seeing them all the time or seeing signs of them. And they're like, let's not report this. We don't want to blow up, like have the media blow us up. We're just a small farm trying to. Maybe. Work. Yeah. So. That or the fact of uh, maybe it just died off. Maybe, yeah. That was just, maybe it's just dead. Like it had, you know, it had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> had a good life. Like, how old would that be then? From 1995 to 2013. It's not that old. It's, it's only not, yeah, it's, it's only it's only 18 years old. But how long do fruit bats? I mean, how vampire bats live? How long do vampire bats live? It says 20 years. 20, well, it says in captivity they can live more than 20 years. So outside of captivity, they probably live less. 18 years makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Real quick, I looked up the the lifespan of a chupacabra. And it gave me the lifespan of ravens. <laughs> wow. They're like, yeah, this thing doesn't exist. We're going to give you the raven. Instead. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, that makes sense. 18 years, it was around attacking and it died off. Yeah. Hold on. I also kind of wonder now. There's a, this one lady in Texas who claimed to shot one. Something like that. Yeah. And it looks like a, it looks like a, just a mangy coyote. But I'm kind of wondering if that's around the time the sighting stopped. Because it was newer. It's like a newer... If we could find that out, that would have been awesome. Yeah. But uh, that might be it. But I doubt that's what it was because yeah, it was in probably. Texas instead of yeah, Puerto, Rico. Puerto Rico. I think it just died off. It's crazy. Like, starting to realize that uh, a lot of these sites... Well, this is another thing. Now, did it die off or did the people that made it up... Did they just stop caring about it? Or did they die? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, in some situations, some of these cryptids, some of these folklore, some of these urban legends are made up and fake, you know? Yeah. And so, what if the person that made it up and, and whatever wasn't getting enough tension from it anymore, so they just stopped caring about it, and no one else saw it because it didn't ever really exist? Yeah, no one's like, oh, hey, I'll give you this amount of money to say if you've seen my cryptid I came up with. Yes. So, so I'm there... I'm going to try that. <laughs> I'm gonna come up with a weird cryptid and just pay people to say they've seen it and just see how big it gets. <laughs> it's funny you say that because uh, Adam from Learning the Curse and I were talking about, um, and Chuck as well, we were talking about that as well as doing that, like coming up with something that's not really true and then like putting it out there and then see how far it goes as far as people believing it and stuff. Yeah, and see if people start like taking pictures of it and making something. Like you know that. what? That's what happened with Siren Head. That's one of the people, that's one of the ones on my list of wanting to fight is Siren Head. I don't know if you're familiar yeah, with it. Yeah, I know it. Who Siren Head is. Okay, that was a guy that made that up. Yeah, it, the, which you can like see his paintings of, like he does with it. Yeah, so it's a made up thing, but you'll see people take it and they'll put it in the background like, oh, I saw it here, you know. Yeah, and, they take it and run with it. Yeah, they pretend it's out there you know it's not and they know it's not and that's what they're saying like nowadays because we have social media and you know video and all this other stuff that folklore is is alive still but in a different way it's yeah. more like it's more like cult pop culture creepypastas yeah you know what I'm saying like and like something like that can exist and you know it doesn't really exist but people start believing it exists because whatever and it gains popularity like, like slenderman it was a game at yes first, then from there it's slowly like oh, people were like oh hey we've seen this this thing slenderman yada 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 and stuff like yes that. so i mean it's like the modern way of folklore yeah so it's like you you start to believe like maybe it's like a what is it called I know it's got a word for it, but it's like you, you start... Psychosomatic? To, yeah, psychosomatic. Maybe it's like that. Yes. 
So that's my point. My point is, did the, the people stop talking about it? Because the thing is, a real thing happened. It wasn't like they just saw a creature. Yeah. There was an actual aftermath like, of it yeah, being there. There's aftermath for something. Something died. Something killed this. Yeah, and but there's no animal. Yeah, there's no animal due to the the zoologist. There's no animal that that has a three thing like you know three yeah. bite and like this and that. Snaggletooth. Some snaggletooth animal. Out yeah. There. Like a like a fox has got a weird canine. It could have been. But the thing about this too, uh, um, they said that there was a three-toe footprint. Uh, the footprints were three-toed. Can you look up to see if um, vampire bats how many toes they have? Yeah. It looks like they have like four or five. They're they're mammals. They should have five. I would I would assume or four. But they also have like one. They have like a Diana toe in the front. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That's so funny. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> Wife is gonna be mad when she hears this. <laughs> okay, so on the front they just have um that on one front, that they, one yeah, claw they just have that one hook. Yeah, but but my on the, point is yeah on the back it looks like they have multiple toes more than just three. Their, their back ones look like hands. It look, it's like it's yeah. like it's so weird. Well, I mean they hang upside down. Yes. So like they gotta have something to grab on. It looks like hands that are like backwards are dragging behind them. Dragging its hands behind. Maybe if it's back legs or its actual arms. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. And its front legs are front. Its front wings are its wings. <laughs> its wings, but it doubles as legs. Yeah, that's kind of funny now. That I think about it. It was just like a little furry potato. With Boots two. with the fur. <laughs> furry Fur potato with like two like arms that are just dangling down. It's like walking like this without its wings. Well, I saw a video recently of a. I don't know if it was a vampire bat or fruit bat or what kind of bat it was, but it was hanging upside down. And then all of a sudden, it turned around and took its little claw from its, its wing and put it onto whatever it was hanging from. And it turned upside down, which is upside right, right? Yeah. Um, and started peeing. Oh, that was a fruit bat or a flying fox, one of the two. Yeah, it started peeing. It was, it was done peeing. It, was, it went right back up to being upside down again. That's kind of funny, though. It just kind of just like hangs there and just starts peeing. Yeah, <laughs> and then it goes right back to, you know, it was like, so like that was pretty cool. Like Pretty cool, but it was also kind of funny to me. You'd think it'd just pee. But it doesn't want to pee on its face, I guess. I mean, it doesn't want to pee on its wings, on itself. Yeah, so it makes sense. It's kind of like us. We're not going to want to pee on yourself. Yeah, I have a story, but I don't know if I want to say it on air. <laughs> Anyhow, y'all missed out. If you're a patron, you would have got that cool story. If we do Patreon. <laughs> we eventually will, I think. Why not? I mean, I don't... Honest, to be honest, I don't even really care if... I don't need their money, but it, it would be helpful and give us more opportunity give me a better chair yes I'm make a chair for, for pablo huh i'm gonna start looking for chairs yes bring it with me every time yes or just leave it in the other room over there yeah i mean eventually we want to get into that room anyway so yeah if we get that machine we can do it in there every time which reminds me uh since none of y'all uh came to the call and got pablo and a poncho I went ahead and took the liberty of drawing him <laughs> in one. So I'll post that here shortly, too, after this episode comes out. I uh, know. I think it came out pretty pretty well. It did. It does look a lot like me. It does. Did you get the legs on there? That's the other question. The legs are on there. Okay. I just don't have the boots yet. The boots with the fur. They're not boots with fur. They're just boots. Yeah. I don't have the boots on yet. And... I don't have boots the on. hands, huh? I don't have boots on. No, I don't have the boots on the the drawing. I know. I was just saying, I don't have boots on right now. No, you do not. I have my dad shoes, as I call them. Those are from Walmart. They are <laughs> comfortable. I wanna fight it. <laughs>
<laughs> but yes, yeah, so we've been rambling. Rambling with the, the fight now. We have an awesome fight for you coming up. So without further ado, I just furthered the ado. I got that from a uh, <laughs> no, um, I got that from a radio station mm. DJ. I'm tired. That's why you hear me like this, yo. Yeah, he's leaning against the shelf next to him. Right yes, now. I'm tired. But um, what's going to happen is we're going to get into our fight. But um, should we tell him the weapons and loadout, or should we let the narrator do it? Narrator. All right. Yes. So, just know that we're going to give you this show. This is the first time we're doing this. Um, so, hopefully it comes out well. Yes. And we will only improve. But uh, you guys let us know if you like it or not. And if you want to continue to do it or not. It doesn't matter. We're going to do it anyway, regardless if you want to <laughs> or not. But it's going to take a lot of editing but yeah, and making music, which is fun. Yes. So... Um, we're going to get into the meats and potatoes, as, as Mr. Pablo would say. Hey, I said that maybe a couple times. Twice, exactly. <laughs> Twice. Episode one, episode two. How do I know all these things? Oh, because I spent four or five hours editing <laughs> every single er, episode. I know every word that's been said on these things. <laughs> all right. Episode four. Yes. Four minutes in, what did I say? You said four minutes in? Yeah, four minutes in. Four minutes in on... On um, episode four. four, four minutes in, you said, let's see, what episode was that? That's the Bunyip. Bunyip. You said Bunyip. <laughs> <laughs> if I actually go in there and it says Bunyip, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go find a time machine and beat my past self up. I'm just like, hey, don't say Bunyip right here. <laughs> You'll be right in the future. <laughs> Hold on. So you're going back in time and beat yourself? Beat myself up. Yeah. I said, I, got, I didn't say beat myself. You, I said are, beat yourself. Same thing you said. We said the same thing. No, I said beat myself. Tomato, tomato. Up. There is there is an extra word there. The, the up doesn't change anything. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> but yes, we are ready for the fight. We're gonna go to Mocha, Puerto Rico, to vanquish the beast. Fight the chupacabra. We found out that the biggest one, the king of the chupacabras, the king, the king, the drank king is there in Puerto Rico in just on the outskirts of Mocha. It's the barrio in the barrio the barrio Roca. Roca the barrio of Mocha. Where are you from? Roca Mocha. Which is northwest Puerto Rico. So we're gonna go there and we're gonna fight it right now. So you go ahead and uh listen. Grab a snack. Before we start, go get a snack and a drink because it's going to be a movie for y'all. Y'all going to enjoy this movie. <laughs> go get a snack. Get a drink. Yes, you. With your dry mouth. Go get something to drink. <laughs> get some popcorn or something. Come back here and let's get this cracking. On the outskirts of Mocha, Puerto Rico, our heroes track down the king of the Chupacabras to this location. 
The mountainous region thick with trees made a perfect place for a monster to hide out. But all that comes to an end because when Pablo and Dukes decide I want to fight it, they find it and do just that. The sun retreats over a mountain ridge. The area grows silent. Only an occasional dog barking can be heard. That in the rustling of leaves in the island breeze. Pablo and Dukes plan their attack. All right, Pablo, this is it. Our mark is said to be just about a mile over that ridge. The bloodhounds ready? Yeah, it seems they already picked up the scent. Cool, let's get this party started. The two make their way up and over the ridge, bloodhounds leading the way. The pair, both clad in their beast of Busco turtle armor, made from the same creature, yet different styles of armor. Pablo in a medieval style, and Dukes in a samurai style. I'm happy to finally get to use my turtle armor to see how it holds up. Yeah, finally a worthy opponent. This will be a hard-fought battle. Stay frosty! You had to say it, didn't you? Indeed I did. <laughs> Aside from armor, the pair came armed for battle. Pablo came equipped with a short spear, buckler shield, recurved bow, and knife. Topped off with flashbangs, handcuffs, lighter fluid, flint, and steel. Dukes decided to bring a katana, a kukri, recurved bow, Rambo knife, smoke bombs, thermal goggles, and for good measure, under his turtle armor, he wore his Loveland frog hoodie for good luck. They are going to need it. Alright, this is it. Look up ahead, whispered Dukes. There before them, about 50 yards ahead, just outside of a cave entrance, blanketed with trees, stood on hind legs, crouched down, finishing off what looks like a stray dog from the village, was the chupacabra. It is time. Hey Pablo, type the dogs and let's get the bows ready with the ropes. Alright, dogs tied up. Got the rope on the bow, I'm ready over here, how about right. you? Now I'm good to go. Alright. go left, now go right. Alright, let's do it. Dukes and Pablo were in position about 15 yards away on either side of the chupacabra. They had their bows ready. They let him loose. Striking chupacabra in the chest on both sides. Quickly, they tied the ropes to trees and sprang into action. Look out, coming through with my spear. Uh, you wretched beast, you will fall. Pablo speared the chupacabra in the chest. Dukes jumped at him to slice him, but accidentally sliced one of the ropes, halfway freeing the chupacabra. Oh shit, my bad. Well, this is gonna be an issue. The chupacabra acts quickly and pulls out the arrow on the other side and is now free. He backhands Pablo. Ah! Pablo falls to the ground. The chupacabra turns his attention to Dukes. Dukes is doing his best to keep him at bay with his katana. But eventually, Dukes trips over the rock and falls down, ah. and the chupacabra smothers him, ready to strike. Just then, the heroic Pablo shoots the chupacabra in the back with another arrow, saving Dukes. Chupacabra is pissed off, 
and turns his attention now to Pablo, giving Dukes time to grab his kookery and join the fight. Oh, let's get this motherfucker. Right, come here, boy. Pablo thought quickly and gave the Chupacabra a buckler to the face. Chupacabra swipes at Pablo. Pablo ducks and spears him in the left side of the body. I think I got him pretty good. Just then, Dukes uses his cookery to chop off the tail of the Chupacabra. Well, you won't be needing that anymore. The Chupacabra tries to run off on all fours like the little coward he is. Dukes shoots him with a bow in his forearm as he's running. He rolls over the door. Dukes throws a smoke bomb and Pablo throws a flashbang, disorienting the Chupacabra. Blinded and disoriented, Chupacabra does not know what is happening next. Dukes and Pablo put on their thermal goggles and flank him. This time, Dukes on the right and Pablo on the left. An epic battle goes down. The bloodhounds barking, watching through the smoke as the silhouettes dance around in a final battle. Pablo spears the Chupacabra. The Chupacabra breaks the spear in half. Dukes uses his kukuri and slices half of the Chupacabra's left arm off. Pablo stabs him in the throat with a knife. The Chupacabra knocks the kukuri out of Dukes' hand. Ah, you bitch! Dukes pulls out his Rambo knife. Alright, then take this. And thrusts it into the left arm. The Chupacabra falls back. Dukes and Pablo watch him go lifeless. I think he's dead. Yeah, it looks like it. Dukes and Pablo sit down. Oh, shit. Tired. Tuckered out from the fight. That was a hard battle, man. Yeah. One of the bloodhounds got loose and brought Dukes his katana. Good boy, good boy. Dukes and Pablo were resting. Pablo tries to repair his spear. Man, don't think I can fix the spear. Broke it in a weird way. It was his favorite spear. Unbeknownst to Dukes and Pablo, the Chupacabra's eyes open. And he lunges forward. But quick on the defense, Dukes and Pablo both impale the Chupacabra with spear and katana. The Chupacabra slides down their weapons slowly his final demise. They gave him that Dukes and Pablo double tap. Alright, so we are back. How do you guys like the first um, movie fight? Yes, movie it? fight. <laughs> the boss <laughs> fight. Uh, let us know. Go to our social media. Go to IWantToFightIt.com Go to IWantToFightIt.gmail.com Go to at I Want to Fight It on Instagram and go to Facebook and look for the group I Want to Fight It podcast. And let us know how do you like or dislike this uh, theatrical trailer, if you will. Theatrical trailer. <laughs> so now you've seen how we vanquished the beast. We're licking our wounds right now. Yes. But the dogs licking our wounds. The dogs. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Because it's your dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cheating because it's your dog. <laughs> now we get to talk about what we're going to do with the creature. I'll let you go first, Pablo. So, do you know yet? <laughs> kind of. Okay, go ahead. 
Um, I want to try Chupacabra. Like I eating it? I want to see what it would taste like. Just keep in mind, this thing drinks blood. Drinks blood, as its main yes, but... And it has something that helps, that keeps it safe from the pathogens that would be in the blood. But I wonder if eating its meat would cut, would well, expose you to those so, pathogens. That's so why you cook it first. You're, you're gonna, you're not, I'm not gonna go sushi of freaking chupacabra. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, stir fry it, cook it like a steak. I'm assuming because you probably take the tail, or if it has a tail. I mean, if it's a vampire bat. If it's a vampire bat, then no, it doesn't. You could probably take the back legs and cook it you're gonna start 2020 all over again aren't you maybe if, <laughs> but i'll be smart about it if it if i start getting sick i'm just staying in my room just off yourself no <laughs> no <laughs> if you get sick just off yourself for the, the, the greater good the greater good yes i'll get a new host it's okay I get it to get a new co <laughs> <laughs> dang it'll be all right i'll get your sister Re- replace me that quick <laughs> yeah i'm like hey sister <laughs> i don't know what her avatar name would be <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to cook it, see what it tastes like. Boil the meat, make sure it's all fine before you, you know, just go ham on it. Yeah. I mean, it might taste like ham. It may, it may taste like ham. We don't know. Could Think taste- about this. If you eat chicken, <clears throat> it tastes like chicken. Mm-hmm. If you eat duck, which is a bird, but because it spends a lot of time in water, it tastes kind of like fish. Yeah. Some people say it tastes livery. Yeah. So now my question is, if you eat... A chupacabra that drinks the blood of multiple animals, would it taste like those multiple animals? Hmm. Tastes like mutton, tastes like beef. I mean, I don't know if, I guess you can, I guess goat is mutton. Goat is, I think goat is goat. Sheep is mutton. Goat is goat. But someone told me that Jamaicans call curry goat mutton, curry mutton. I'm going to look up goat meat. (laughs) Make it some weird... Like what? What is goat meat called? Yeah, names. I mean, a goat to me, a goat and sheep are very similar to each other. Well, to me, it's like sheep is a sheep, goat is goat. They're different for some some reason to me. Chevon, 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 Chevo, C H E V O N. Chevon. I almost said I almost said Chevron. <laughs> Chevron. Chevon. So that is what goat meat is called. Not mutton. Not mutton. It's just Chevron. Back on track now. <clears throat> so with the chupacabra, we'd probably just cut it up, chop it up in some some fillets and different cuts. <laughs> try to <laughs> try to get some meal out of it. Mm-hmm. Do something with it. Don't know. Maybe. I enjoy. I enjoyed your uh, turtle armor that you shared with me. This is one thing I don't want you to share with me. You don't want you don't want any chupacabra meat. Any animal that eats strictly blood for its diet, I don't trust. <laughs> why, why don't you trust the the chupacabra? AIDS. As <laughs> <laughs> if it bites a person. I mean, animals could have AIDS too. I don't know if a goat's gonna have AIDS. I mean, HIV. HIV. Some bloodborne disease. Yes, they are um, immune to it. Doesn't mean that we will be immune to it. Yeah, fair point. So. So once you get herpes from eating this. <laughs> That's why I said you you cook it. You cook it the temperature. I don't know what the temperature for chupacabra meat will be, but. I mean, you'll find, you'll be the first one to know. We'll figure it out. What sucks is there's only one chupacabra to eat. If you kill that one and that's it, and you don't cook it right, the world would never know what it's supposed to taste only like. Only I would know. 
That's why I'm fine with this. No, I mean, if you if you cooked it wrong and burnt it or something or whatever, the world would never know what it's supposed to taste like. It'd be so all your you, fault. Well, you cook small pieces of it so you don't cook it all at once and mess it up. Okay, Hannibal Lecter. Yes, I will. I will. I will go full Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> yes, Hannibal Lecter. That would have been you. <laughs> Sucking. Hey, it's a goat sucker, so you gotta suck the, the chupacabra. No, no. <laughs> you gotta make. You have to make it into a smoothie. No. So you okay. can suck it through a straw. One, a meat smoothie doesn't sound. Really appetizing at all. We talked about this. I'm pretty sure we talked about this just the other day, didn't we're we? We're talking about it at work. Yes. We're talking about juicing juicing meat. Yes. So here's your chance. No, to I'm juice not gonna meat. juice a chupacabra meat. Like you said, it's only one. There's only one chupacabra. Okay, so you don't you say you can take you can take pieces. You don't have to take the whole chupacabra and juice the whole thing. You get like a shot glass worth of juice yes. out of it? Just no. no, you just know what it tastes like. No, I'd rather juice like a steak or something for that. I'm just saying, it's it's only right that if something that sucks should be sucked. No, it's not right. That is <laughs> the, the opposite of right, aka wrong. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm finished with mine. With yours? <laughs> with mine. I don't hear any more weird ideas you come up with. <laughs> but onto a more normal way of handling. Okay. Eating a kill is normal. <laughs> it's what you do with deer, it elk, is. and it stuff is. like that. It is. When the animal has a, has a diet other than blood. What if he's more than blood and eats like bugs and stuff like that? Well, you're, you are right because there has been cases of these animals missing some of their Intestines? organs. Oh. So some of their organs have been, maybe they're just harvested. There's people walking around with a beef heart right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just quickly, we need to get this money for something. We need to steal yes. the heart. <laughs> so maybe, who knows? Maybe they eat something else other than blood. But I think they just drink blood only because they're vampire bats. Big vampire bats. But anyway, so what I think I would do with it, and what I would do with the kill, what I will do with the kill afterwards, is take out a spinal column and have it uh, fashioned into a walking stick that doubles as there's a point at the end. It doubles as a, I don't know, a blade, I guess. Not really a blade, but something you can stab someone Stab you with. Yeah. So, I don't know if it would be because the bone would come to a point or I'd have a metal tip on the end of it. Probably a metal tip on the end of it. Or both. Yeah. And so, I'd be able to have a walking stick when we go through adventures and stuff. And if something runs up on me, I could just run it through with the, the chupacabra spinal <laughs> column. Stab it and just impale it to a tree or something with the yes. chupacabra cane. And then, then, then I look at the creature in the eyes and say, I got your back. Um, <laughs> I'll walk out the door. Don't do that. Let you finish finish up this podcast by yourself. Yes. I win. <laughs> but yes, again, go to our social media. Let us know what you think. Tell us how you would have fought the beast and what you would do with its carcass after the kill. Kill. Chupacabra. Add them to my uh add them to my Your King collection you apparently yes. have. I found this Instagram page that has these patches of different uh cryptids. I have the Fresno it says Fresno, California has the the night crawlers. One says Chupacabra Core mm. and one that says Loveland, Ohio has the frog. And it's pretty cool. So I wanna get like a bomber jacket or some kind of jacket. A leather one or something 
that I can put these patches on as we destroy these beasts, we'll add them to my hmm. collection. Oh, look, at you might want one too. I was going to buy you a, a, a copy of these too, but like, I don't know if you really want them or what you do with them. I don't have patches right now, but I have nothing to put them on, really. So, so we should both get a, a dope jacket that we can put patches on and start putting them on. So we can have our own, like, cryptid or villain yeah. thing, you know? I'll go back under. I'll buy some for you two. Only ones I saw that we we fought so far is the Chupacabra, Loveland, Frogman, and the Fresno Nightcrawlers. So those are the three I got. But as we go on, we'll get more because they have Mothman and all kind of other people on there. So. Yeah, all the other ones. Yes, and if not, we'll make them ourselves. Maybe when we make a patron account, we'll use that money to make some patches. Maybe sell some patches. Yep, yep, yep. And then patrons can get some for free. So hold on to your gummy bears. Kiss your dogs. Kiss your dogs. And stay frosty. Uh, stay frosty. <laughs> we have a new one. Hold on. So, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, children of all ages. Yes, children and elderly. We have a few more possible outros. Now, we have stay frosty, which is a fan favorite. I, I don't know if it is. It might be. And then uh, we have, I wrote down some new ones that I thought of. Since we're still waiting for you guys to uh, give us some possible outros. I have one that says, until then, mob on mobsters. I like that one. He likes that one. I like I like all these, I think, actually. But he likes that one a lot. And then we got, until next time, don't let the monsters bite. Yeah. And then we have, until next week, keep your dukes up. That's like more for me. Yeah. But uh, I, I said it because of Duke's up, like we're fighting it. Yeah. But yeah. And then uh, we love you and we will keep fighting that good fight. Me. And then uh, I have like different variations of that one. This next one says, until next week, we will keep fighting that good fight. And then the last one says, you keep being you, we will keep fighting that good fight. Or you keep being beautiful or whatever. You keep doing something. And then we'll keep fighting that good fight. That's I, all I had. I think I think the 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 mob mobsters one. Until then, mob on mobsters. That one sounds a good one. That was pretty good. So we'll use that one today. How about that? Yes. But if you guys have anything else, uh, let us know. You you guys might have noticed I said I got my um, stay frosty in earlier. And. <laughs> <laughs> what? What was that laugh? It was a chupacabra laugh. No, it's not a chupacabra laugh. The chupacabra spirit inhabited me after we slayed it. I'm ghost busting. When you go to sleep, I'm going to suck your blood. Something strange in neighborhood. Who you gonna call? <laughs> ghost Get this chupacabra out of here. We, we need to make another version of that. Who you gonna call? I want to fight it. Dukes and Pablo. Or who you gonna call? Dukes and Pablo. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, we have another song to sing. Wait, you know what? We didn't get a chance to sing the other song. I want to fight it. Oh, God. <laughs> I just can't. Nice. Nice. I love terrorizing Sir Pablo if you have not noticed that by now. But you know, you know. I don't love it. You do love it? No, I said I don't. Oh, he does. No, I don't. If you looked at, if you saw him right now, he's smiling. He's trying hard not to. Look at ah, see, I told you. <laughs> Anyhow, 
Um, do you want to say it or do you want me to say it? I'll let you do it. <clears throat> yeah, on. Pablo's going to take us out. Hold on. <laughs> Until then, Bob on Monsters. Do, 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 do. <laughs> That's the music come in. <laughs>